All right. So on the Mind of a Football Coach podcast today, we have Tyler Ferris. Coach, welcome to the podcast. Hey, Zach. Thanks for having me. Man, it's a pleasure having you on here. Uh, what did, We met, what, before the Morgantown game in 2017 when I was at Riverside, I think? I believe so, yeah. I think. Uh, you, you're like the single wing savant. So that's a you're shaking your head for the listener, but that's that you're you're so humble. But I love how how much knowledge you have for sure. Uh, it's just done what smarter people have done before me, and try to emulate them as best we can, and try to coach it the right way. And Heck that's, yeah. that's all there is to it. That's what's up. Uh, yeah, actually, we play the first game of the year. <laughs> that's a good time, <laughs> man. You guys are so good, so well coached. Uh, for the listener, I would just love you to kind of go into detail about your background, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there. Um, I started coaching right out of college as a, actually a college baseball player at where you're at right now, West Virginia Wesleyan College. Um, but always knew I had a love for football, um, loved the structure of the game, loved the the people that helped me out throughout the years. Um, you know, my dad was a pretty busy guy doing all kinds of things, so. I was able to always go around and hang around the football field and always felt like home. So even from the time I was a, I was a small kid, I was a ball boy, water boy, running around on the sidelines. And then uh, obviously loved it playing, you know, in high school. And then, uh, you know, starting to get into college, realized that I missed it. Uh, nothing against baseball, but it's just not the same. Um, and then uh, when we got out or got out of college, uh, decided I wanted to help. Uh, went out to Elkins High School, uh, started off under Greg Hot trying to just learn anything. Uh, I was a quarterback's coach, uh, you know, defensive line coach, and then, you know, told him I want to get a little bit more involved. Eventually turned into offensive coordinator there uh, for two years and then ended up going to uh, William Campbell High School in Naruna, Virginia, um, and uh, spending a few years there with my brother. So I was there for three. Um, we ended up moving back to Morgantown, uh, me and my wife, Brooklyn. Um, we moved back to Morgantown in 2016. I uh, decided I wanted to help out anywhere. Uh, Coach Lacey from Morgantown gave me a shot, um, let me come on and help out. Didn't really have a position, you know, too much the first year. And then the second year, I was offensive line coach. Um, and then uh, Bridgeport obviously had, you know, some some weird things that went down there. Um, you know, ex head coach getting arrested and everything. So uh, Johnny Cole, who I had a really good relationship with from Bridgeport took over as the head coach and uh, said he needed somebody to come down and help run his offense. So I, uh, I, I jumped aboard immediately. I uh, went down there, helped coach out for three years. Um, he wanted to step away and, uh, you know, I didn't mind the assistant coaching thing at all, but uh, he wanted to step away and I wanted to keep everything as, as similar as possible. So the only way to do that is if he, he said, if I got it, then he would stick around. So I ended up, you know, taking the head coaching gig and pretty much keeping the exact same staff. And it's, uh, it's been working well. Mm. I would say so coach for the listener. that doesn't know, please give the listeners some background about Bridgeport football because us here in West Virginia understand the machine that is Bridgeport football, but <laughs> kind of talk about that a little bit. Uh, it's a really good community. Um, you know, our kids, uh, we're, we're probably not the, the most skilled kids in the world, but what we do have is we got a bunch of kids that uh, are hard workers. Um, we're really good at blocking and tackling. Um, we've had success blocking and tackling for a long period of time. You're not gonna, you're not gonna come to our games and, and be overly impressed with a lot of things, um, but you will see a lot of structure. You'll see people flying to the football. 
kids, you know, everybody on the field should be blocking to the best of their abilities. Uh, but, you know, Bridgeport's a school that's got 10 state championships. Um, we've made the playoffs 57 years in a row. I uh, haven't had a losing season. I'm sorry. We haven't had a losing season in 57 years. I haven't uh, missed the playoffs in 27. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great community. Um, families are, are, are very disciplined, very structured. Um, and, and that leads into our football program. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm very impressed. You can recite those numbers off the top of your head. Oh, I hear, I hear them all the time. So if I miss those, I'm, I'm going to be hearing about it for sure. So, yeah, I bet. So, Man, that just, I feel like you, you have to be able to handle pressure in that position because it just comes to the territory, you know? Well, the, there would be pressure if, you know, you, I didn't feel that we were putting everything that we had into it. Mm. You know, you, you know, if you weren't the hardest working man in a room, you know, then I think there would be an issue, but mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're going after it constantly. Um, mm -hmm. And we just want to be, we want to be better for sure every year. So we, uh, we definitely, you know, it, there, there is pressure with those big numbers, but at the same time, we want to, we want to take off for sure. Mm -hmm. I'm a, you know, that obviously comes off season, off season work. I've been asking different coaches this question, so don't feel like I'm like, I'm asking just coach fairs this because I'm getting a bunch of different opinions off season program after the season. When do you start that? And do you give them a break? Do you not? You know what I mean? Cause I've, I've been asking a ton of people this and I get different answers. Well, I was kind of, you know, we're, we're debating back and forth. Um, I think a lot of it depends on your kids, what kind of mm -hmm. kids you have. Um, you know, you always worry about burning them out. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to, last year we started back uh, like two weeks after the season was done. Mm -hmm. uh, we did our equipment turn in today and I had kids asking to, to get back in, you know, tomorrow. And I'm mm -hmm. going, ah, we're, we're going to take a little bit of time off here. Um, but, you know, I, I think it just depends on the team. I think it depends on the kids. You don't want to burn them out. You don't want them, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's a situation where you got to look at, you know, where you're strong, where, you, you know, what their mindset is and go from there. Um, this year, we're going to take a little bit more time off. Um, I don't feel like it's a group that, you know, is going to take anything for granted. They'll probably work out themselves. And then mm -hmm. we do open the weight room. It's going to be kind of like a, uh, I call it like an open gym kind of scenario. And then when January hits, they'll be doing our program and getting after it. Okay. Man, so how do you as a coach reset after a season? I, I've been thinking about this. How do you hit that button to get the refresh going going forward? Uh, this year has been yard work. <laughs> oh, nice. That's a good one. I live in the middle of the, the woods, so I've been having a, 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 a battle every week with the, with these leaves. So mm -hmm. I tried to uh, get the upper hand this weekend with that. And then, um, you know, just sitting down and watching other games. Um, my brother's uh, – he's a defensive coordinator at Heritage High School in Lynchburg, Virginia. Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. we've, been, uh, we've been watching them, um, kind of checking out everything. They, they just won a big game this past week with uh, uh, Lynchburg Christian Academy. So mm -hmm. they're staying in the playoffs. So, you know – sticking around and kind of keeping my nose, you know, it's still into football, you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing, but it's a, not, there's no pressure there. So it, it kind of, you know, kind of weans itself off a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know LCA. Well, I actually had their head coach on the podcast last off season, coach Rocco, his yeah. brother was my head coach of Liberty. Yes. Uh, Danny Rocco, man, what yeah. a good family. What a, like football dudes, man. Like they, they are just really, really solid people. It's interesting. You, you're watching the games out of state. That's what I do. So I'll, right. 
I have no shame asking friends that have coached in Georgia or like Michigan recently for film. And I'll say, Hey, can I get some film? Cause I want to, I'm thinking about something, maybe you know, making a, a change to a scheme, maybe adding something. And I go, Hey, can I get some of that film? Uh, yeah. And then I'll just kind of go, go through it. There's a couple of teams in West Virginia. I like to ask for film from, and uh, are you the same way? Do you ask people for film in the off season or is that just my yeah, weird stuff? Well, I do. Um, I've, I've got a pretty you know, tight coaching circle, you know, single wing guys, you know, they, they always talk about the underground meetings and all that stuff, but, uh, oh, sure. we've, we've got some single wing groups that, that we talk to and like to, you know, bounce ideas off of, but then, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, other teams that, that really catch my interest in things that, you know, I might be watching on a Friday night, you know, that NFHS network's awesome. You know, you can mm-hmm. just kind of flip around and find some games from all around. Um, mm-hmm. my wife and I went to new Orleans last year, um, and checked out some Louisiana State championships. Uh, oh, so cool. we watched them in the Superdome. So those were pretty cool. Um, got a team in Texas, Liberty Hill, that I that I follow pretty pretty closely. I like watching their games whenever we're not playing. So uh, mm-hmm. there's definitely teams out there that pique your interest, and I'm trying to find more for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I, I just go back to the state of Georgia usually because I coached there for a couple of years, and I developed some friendships in that state. I have another guy. I have a guy on the podcast here later this week that is uh, at Athens Academy. And, but it's like you said, you see something on film and you go, oh man, that's interesting. I want to watch yeah. that. And it's more like, I'm just a football nerd. <laughs> I'm sure right. it's the same way. Like I, I just like it, it catches my eye. I don't know why, you know what I mean? Like, why does yeah. that catch my eye? I don't know. I really, I just, I like, you know, teams that are really good at the details. It really doesn't matter what you mm-hmm. do or, or what you're doing, but uh, you know, you see somebody that's, that's well coached and mm-hmm. they're committed to their scheme and, you know, you know, I hate to say this, be too blunt, but you know, when you watch a team where they just have better athletes and they're running around making plays, it's not really that exciting. Um, but mm. when you, you see somebody who's well coached and they win because of their, you know, their discipline, that's that that gets me pretty excited. Mm-hmm. This was years ago. I went with a friend of mine named Ryan Keith who went to the Franklin Clinic, and he we were spread air raid. Uh, before it was cool, like that was a, still yeah. kind of like a French thing. And I was DC and I went and listened to a guy from Vanderbilt. He was a DC at Vanderbilt. Is it Bob Shoup? Yeah, I think it's Bob Shoup is his name. And he really piqued my interest because Vanderbilt in the SEC, you obviously have to be really detailed yeah, <laughs> because you don't have the best dudes. And that's and Tony Franklin spoke before Coach Shoup spoke because he said, I want to bring somebody in. That's doing the most with what he has. All right. And man, that's just what you just said there just speaks to me. I, that's, that's who I'm attracted to, to watching is the guys that get, are getting the most, no matter what, it doesn't matter what the win or loss record is, but like, well, are they, are they getting the most out of what they, what they have? Right. And that's, that's something I think a lot of, you know, especially young coaches need to understand is, you know, you might learn more football the years that you go one and nine and zero and 10, and it might be your best coaching job. Some of those years, you know, it just mm-hmm. depends on what you're getting out of those kids and, you know, sometimes it's not, okay, well, how do we score 40 points? So how do we get a first down? How do we shoot yeah. in the game? How do we, you know, do things like that? Um, and that's where you really, you know, you make a decision of, of what kind of coach you are. You know, are you the guy that wants to pull plays, you know, out of a bag and just try to figure them out? Are you somebody who wants to, to teach the details as, as mm. perfectly as possible? And hopefully that your team executes those. Like, like I said, we always tell our kids it's not the – it's not what the 15, 16, or I'm sorry, it's not what the coach knows. It's what the 15, 16, and 17-year-olds know on the field. Mm-hmm. So if they can't execute, then, then you're kind of wasting your time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no doubt. Like, I think there's an underrated play. I love this play. Quarterback sneak. Yes. <laughs> it's my, we were under center 100% of the time, or we have been. But that's, my, that's one of my favorite plays. Just QB sneak, man. Like, when it's when it's good, it's money. <laughs> well, it's it, it eliminates a lot of people on the field for sure. I mean, you don't have to really worry about blocking the defensive ends or mm-hmm. outside backers or anything like that. <laughs> Our quarterback stats these past couple of years have been ridiculous. It's like – 20 touchdowns and 20 yards rushing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something, something stupid. Uh, as long as you don't, I guess, piss off the running backs behind them, I guess you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our guy this year had, what, 11 touchdowns. Uh, nice. And he just got an offer today from a local school, so that was cool. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, Coach Single Wing, that's your thing. Why did you, why did you fall in love with that? Why is it your thing? Uh, you know, it all kind of falls back into to one family. It's the Ragsdale family, um, from, uh, Southwestern. I'm trying to make sure I say this correctly. I don't want to Southwest, Western Virginia, not Southwestern, Southwestern Virginia, um, uh, Giles and Narrows, uh, Harry Ragsdale was, uh, was, was Steve's father. Uh, he, mm-hmm. he brought the offense to, to Narrows, uh, Green Wave and, uh, had a lot of success. And then, uh, Steve Ragsdale, was the head coach at Giles, uh, Giles County High School. Mm-hmm. And there was no reason for this team to be successful. Um, you know, they're, they're a smaller double-A team. They, they have very few athletes, um, you know, but somehow every year they were in the state championship. And the mm-hmm. state championships were right down the road from us. So we would go watch these games in Salem, and you would always see Giles around. Or they would mm-hmm. be in Harrisonburg, and Giles would be there. And, and all the time, you're, you know, you're, you're wondering what's going on, and then you go watch them play. And you can't find the football. I mean, mm. they got all these exotic blocking schemes. Uh, you know, there's 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 great uh, misdirection in the backfield, and then you know they're doing good things up front uh, to to draw your eyes and misdirect you too. So you, know, you, you always hear about you know teams that influence with the backfield, but very rarely can you do it with the line. And then uh, more and more that we started to get into it, we started to understand like, oh, you know, ten's greater than nine. There's a reason. You know, you got ten guys blocking for one. Well, here's where, you know, you know, here's where you have an advantage. And then, you know, there's other advantages that come with the offense as well. But um, that was really what sparked our interest. And then, uh, you know, jump to you go to Elkins High School and you're trying to figure out the same thing. You know, how do we get first downs? Well, how mm-hmm. do we win football games? What can we do, you know, to keep some of these really good teams that, that overmatched us off the field? And, uh, you know, we thought that gave us the best chance to win. Um, mm-hmm. Had success there doing it. Uh, went to Virginia. Really struggled. <laughs> we had a one and nine team. We played against multiple NFLers uh, mm-hmm. all at the same time. Um, one of which is uh, Dan River High School out of Danville. They have mm-hmm. all the Edmonds brothers, uh, so Tremaine, Trey, and I uh, forget the other brother, but all all three of them end up in the NFL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tremaine is still a you know all pro uh, middle linebacker for the Bills, but uh, you know trying to find a way to to get first downs against those guys. Uh, learned a little bit more, and then. I uh, got away from it, obviously, when we came to Morgantown. Um, but then go to Bridgeport, you know, predominantly power stick-eye team. Uh, wasn't a hard sell. Um, very similar uh, to the, to the stick-eye, just a little bit different way to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and having played against you at, at Morgantown and at Bridgeport, that's a different animal at Bridgeport. You guys are so committed to doing that. It's your yeah. thing, you know. Uh and defending that, you know, it's something that, you know, we go back and forth with, you know, is do you put in a, a single wing defense or do you try to play your base defense? And I'm sure that's something 
that you see a lot of. You'll see people play base defense or you you, you go to play and you go, okay, what the heck is that? <laughs> you know, yeah. I've seen none of this on film. What is that? You know what I mean? Tell you the truth, we, we stopped worrying about uh, breaking down teams and what they're going to do um, mm. you know, because nine times out of ten we're wrong. Uh, so we really, you oh, know, wow. we'll, we'll throw some things out there at the kids, but for the most part, we, we just go through our base rules. We go through our number system. We go through our count, and we just make sure that we're always correct. So we lean heavy on our rules uh, to make sure we're good. Um, we, uh, we we start against a gap eight. We work against blitzes, blitzes all year round. Um, you know, we kind of invite blitzing because, you know, we feel it gives us the best advantage. Um, but it's it's just one of those deals where – I spent way too much time worrying about what other people were going to do. And it never was right that we kind of just threw it out and just really, really focused on what we do. And like I said, we'll, we'll go through a team period. We'll throw some defense out there that, like I said, that we, we think we're going to get, but then we'll spend the rest of the time on the script. You know, I'll, I'll write, you know, our, our off tackle run or our trap play or belly play. And, mm-hmm. and I'll just have it against, you know, gap eight or against, you know, bear, whatever it is. And, uh, big props to our scout team defensive or defensive mm. coach he's out there making switches almost every play so uh that's awesome i know he probably gets a little bit probably gets a little bit tired doing that but uh uh he helps us out tremendously that's awesome very similar for us run the t i'll think i think i know what somebody's going to run and then oh that's not what they're running you know right. they were an odd all forever and then they're even they're even and they're they're right. odd I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you credit. So we talked after we played and uh, we actually put in some wrinkles that we had talked about. Uh, went to more of a belly offense, wider splits. I let our big guys just kind of, for lack of a better term, lean on people. You know, we try, obviously work on firing off the football, all that kind of stuff. And right. uh, end up rushing for almost 3,000 yards. So I want to give you props for that. It. I appreciate your kind of speaking into into me. Um, and we, it was a, a gradual thing. We moved some pieces around some linemen around, uh, but it ended up being good. I'm going to give coach Fair some big time props for that because it, it really helped us I out. Didn't, I didn't coach those kids for a second. I didn't run the ball or I didn't block. That wasn't me. That was, that was you. Good job. <laughs> but it's just, it's interesting. I reflect back, you know, we're playing, you know, Preston Elkins, Grafton. And I just thought about our conversation and it's not like we abandoned any scheme. It was just, Hey, let's. Let's do what we do well. Right. And do you find yourself with that with a single wing? Some years there's things that, hey, I'm better at this, so I run more of this? Or is it you always hang your hat like on power? I mean, if anybody watches y'all, you know you run the heck out of power. No, we, uh, you know, honestly, we, that, that's one reason we love the single wing so much is it can be so versatile. Mm. Um, up mm. and until this year, we weren't really much of a power team. We were more of a, a sweep and trap team. Um, mm-hmm. this year we, we, you know, felt that we could run, you know, our off tackle power play a little bit better both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, depending on the year depends on, you know, kind of what you do, mm-hmm. um, with Cam Cole at our tailback for the past two years before this year, um, he's a very good ball handler, could do a lot of things. So we ran a lot more T series, uh, ran, you know, a little bit of our, uh, mm-hmm. or it, it gives me my, my, my single wing guys give me a hard time. So we're one of the only teams that runs a buck lateral series. Um, mm-hmm. So when we don't run that, I hear it from a lot of people. Um, we mm-hmm. were better at running the buck lateral last year than we were this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's one of those deals. It just depends on, you know, who you have and, and what you're good at. Mm-hmm. You know, I've actually seen some video from the underground single wing secret handshake drink the Kool-Aid conference. 
really interesting stuff. I mean, it, but it's, it's so, it really, like you said, it's so tight lips. You have to be in the group. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. What, what is that? It's like, I, I compare it to Art Briles because that's the same deal with that spread system. Like people don't clinic on that, like at a glazier or something like right. that. Well, a lot of people, like I said, it, you got different flavors of the single wing too. You know, mm. the, the version that we run, I, f- I feel is probably, you know, the most exclusive of the group. Um, mm. You get, you get a group that's, that's big into the Apopka, you know, mm-hmm. kind of deal uh, with coach Darlington, uh, you know, the three by two and then having to split to the, to the uh, three by two side. But, um, you know, w- Jeremy Haymore, myself, my brother, um, mm-hmm. we're more of the, the old dinosaurs in the room. Uh, mm. we, we run, we run legit old school Princeton single wing. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is the helmet over your right shoulder for the people that yes. can't see on the podcast. Yep. Right that there. is beautiful. And the Elkins used to rock that, right? Uh, actually it's funny as while I was there, we never got to, I always wanted oh, to, to have it, um, obviously because of Princeton, but, uh, we always had the, the Bengals tiger stripes. And then the year after I left, they play, painted the helmets black and, and put the wing on there. So. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. I text uh, Evan Hot pretty often. Uh, just pick his brain, talk to him. Uh, but he, I had him on the podcast a year or two ago, and just kind of clicked. You know how it is—you click with somebody and you go, "Hey, yeah. I'd like to talk more ball with this uh, this person." I got a lot of respect for what Elkins has done. Man, you guys there—it's the same deal with like, us. You know, you're trying to get the most you can out of people, and right. yeah. trying to find Evan- a way to do that. Evan and Greg were, were really good to me. I um, appreciate those guys a lot, and they're, they're just good people. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So as a head coach, do you have a, a big hand in what y'all run defensively, or is that something that, hey, you let your coordinator handle um, I have a very good coordinator, uh, Casey Stewart, but, I mean, it, it's it's my defense for sure. Um, okay. You know, but um, Casey does a really good job of understanding what I want. He calls the, calls the defense on right. Friday nights. Um, but yeah, we, we work together, uh, making sure that, that we put the defensive game plan in. Mm-hmm. And I won't give it any way secrets. Obviously I watched a lot of your film, but what y'all do is interesting as far as the, the run fits. Um, I think it's really, really neat how you, you know, you try to take like interior gaps first. That's so unique. Cause you don't see that a lot out of your style of defense. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's a, right. it's its own thing. Right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's our big deal. We want to take away the inside runs and don't want anything to run vertically. I uh, want to mm-hmm. make sure everything goes to the sideline. So we do everything we can to make the ball bounce. Mm-hmm. Which is around here. That's very unique. Uh, in Georgia, everybody does that. that right. Almost everybody we played against. Uh, but here in West Virginia, people, more people are like box people, you know, like, yeah. Hey, let's get let's set the edge, set the edge. So when you play a team like yourself, it's you kind of have to adjust your thinking as offensive play caller. How do I adjust it? Because you know you're going to try to take this away, which is right. which is cool. You know that's that's a unique. You guys have a couple unique things you do that I really I really like. Appreciate it. Yeah, we uh we we see it all. Um, you know that I think in you know double A, you know the answer around here is to box everything out in, in and blitz and, and bring pressure from all over the place. And then, um, mm-hmm. you know, we, we played Cabell Midland, uh, Huntington, Martinsburg, their whole, whole deal is they're, they're going to spill everything and they're going to, mm-hmm. you know, try to chase it down with their speed. So mm-hmm. yeah, we definitely see both for sure. No oh, coach seals. I love all coach seals. We're both Liberty grads and, uh, he's like a legend there though. He's on their 
Hall of Fame or something like that. And I've just I've, I've only started one year. I'm just a very average person, <laughs> average player there. Uh, coach, I like Coach Seals. He's a he's a good guy for sure. Absolutely, uh, man. So, Coach, how I, I mean, Bridgeport's a throwback community. But what do you say to people who say these days, and we've texted this conversation before, people that say old school football's dead, like it's not cool to run the single wing or the T. Like what in your mind, I know you don't care because that's that's just the noise out there. But how do you like do your players buy into it's old school, this is how we do it? It's just kind of your community. Yeah. Yeah, our kids, uh, there there is no other option. I mean, mm. that's what we do. Um if we got in the spread, we'd be a five and five football team very quickly. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. if we try to run a lot of things, that we would be an average football team. Our kids know that. You know, mm-hmm. when we, you're running the scout team or you're doing anything, you know, mm-hmm. you, you see what you're good at and what you're not good at. And, mm-hmm. you know, our, our community uh, is is bought into power football. It's what we're going to be. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, we're, we're just trying to dip, find different flavors to to match up and make sure our kids are you know, getting the most out of their ability. Mm. That's awesome. So for development for yourself, do you just go to the single wing clinics? Is there a defensive stuff you like? Are there people you, you learn from there? What's your, what's your flavor in the off season? Uh, I go, I do everything. Um, mm. We'll go, we'll go to clinics. Um, I listen to anybody talk football, um, you know, and just because we're a power run team doesn't mean we won't, you know, clinic with the, with the spread team and try to get an idea, you know, mm. if nothing else, you know, get an idea of how, to, how we could possibly defend those guys. Um, I got you. So, I'm all over the place. Uh, you know, we've got all the online stuff that we do. Um, mm-hmm. We'll go. We'll go usually to uh, to a clinic or two. Um, you know, usually a Glazier clinic. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year we went to Reston, Virginia. Uh, now I know the AF AFCA is going to be in Charlotte this year, so I'm probably going to make it down there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we're definitely around, and usually we try to reach out to a uh, another staff or two that we like a lot, and uh, and see if we can clinic. Uh, this year I know we're having a clinic with uh, with Heritage and Millbrook uh, mm-hmm. out of Virginia. So we're all going to kind of get together and, and talk some ball. That's awesome, Coach. That's really one of the reasons I started this was so I could talk to people and get people's information and and do that. I think you should start a single wing podcast. What do you think about that? Uh, all all three listeners would, would really <laughs> enjoy it. <laughs> I don't think that's true at all. You know, I watch college football and – like Gus Malzahn when he was in his heyday, so to me now it's like the it's the Darlington Apopka stuff, but so many single wing principles. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's trying to outnumber you here. He's throwing right. the bubble. That's like your sweep, right. you know. But he's going to run inside zone. He's going to run, you know, buck sweep. He's going to run power counter. You know all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, a lot there. And then uh, you know when Urban Meyer was at Florida, um, mm-hmm. you know. When he, not so much at Ohio State, but more so Florida with Tebow and everything, he, he had a lot of single wing principles there. Um, but uh, you know, not a lot of teams. I mean, a lot of teams have single wing in their DNA for sure. But I don't mm-hmm. even think a lot of people even understand where it's coming from. Oh sure, yeah. I was looking at my library of books, and the ones I read for football have to be at least like fifty years old. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. That's my yeah. library of books. Uh, if that guy's not dead, I'm probably not reading it to be candid. Uh, that's right. I mean, I'm being funny, but I, we we're kind of on the same page there. It's that old school football is still so good. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there were people coming up with things, you know, back in the day that, you know, the, the people are coming out with now and they think it's, you know, you know, they're the genius that, that saw it. You know, you, you look at Eric B enemy, he, he was watching film from the 1948 Rose bowl. And then here they go busting out the, 
you know, the buck lateral trap in the Super Bowl. So, you know, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of a lot of really good football minds that have come before us, um, especially in early 1900s when 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 the majority of people were were really trying to find something new and unique to do. Um, mm-hmm. So that, that's an era of football that you know it's funny to to hear you know old well just Joe Schmo down the street making fun of these guys, but some of these guys you know are, have doctorates and you know amazing football minds, and they're t- call, talking about their offense like it's a dinosaur offense or it doesn't make any sense. It's it's nonsense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the books I have are there's so much detail and so much depth to everything. It's it was a philosophy of how do you practice, how do you organize your team, how do you, it was just it, like how do you take a snap under center? There's a diagram for that. I mean, oh, that yeah. is awesome. I mean, the details. yeah, man, it's coach to details, coach to details. Coach, man, I appreciate you coming on this. I appreciate you taking the time. I, I, I appreciate your friendship. I feel like we've become friends and uh, no doubt to, uh, you're, to a, you're a warranted member of, uh, of the coaching community. We're glad to have as, as many good football coaches as we can in North central West Virginia. And, you know, it's, it's not a place that, you know, that a lot of people look at for football, but you know, it's growing, it's getting better. And uh, you're a big part of that. Oh, well, coach, I, you're too kind. And uh, I, I, we were talking before the podcast. I love the picture behind your behind your head <laughs> with the hops. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's so. You, we were talking a little bit. So you you're a fine a fine beverage kind of store. Like so, you're you're going to drink the, the nice IPA is what you're saying. I mix it up. Uh, depends, you know. Okay. It's seasonal. You know, I'll, I'll try porters, stouts, you name it. You know, okay. I, I like just about everything. But yeah, that's usually my go-to. Okay. Yeah, I, that's usually mine. But Eddie Vincent got me on the Bush Light during the summer, you know, coach Vincent salute to cheap and, uh, it's hot outside. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Oh, Eddie Vincent. There's a, that's a character there. Oh my goodness. I, we were texting the other night and if it's not old school football, he's not talking about it. You know, yeah. he, uh, we, we were, he was on our, our, our whiteboard in our office and, uh, he was saying, I could see why people run the spread, but I wouldn't do it. <laughs> you know, basically it's what he said. Right. You know, you, you got, you got Pat White or, you know, some of these guys that, that come walking off, you know, you, you got some special athletes. There's, there's definitely reason merit behind it, but mm-hmm. you know, it's not something you run into very often. So mm-hmm. giving your kids the best chance of win is, is what I, what I enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coach. Coach, thank you. You were the man and I appreciate you. Oh, yes, sir. Thanks coach.